you junk to yourself. Ten objects your kids don't want when you die. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. Death and the Humorist. I'm the humorist Jerry Dry, and here now is Dr. Death herself, Dr. Lisa Oliver. Hey everyone. Hey Jerry, we haven't talked in a while, so you know, let's tell everybody what we've been doing, or what you've been doing, or what I've been doing, or why haven't we recorded in a while? You want me to tell everybody what you've been doing? I'm not sure I know everything that you've been doing. Well, okay. I just needed to take a break so I took a break for like the whole month of April and I just really have no excuse I was exhausted go ahead Jared what did you do I can appreciate exhausted I can appreciate that very much I've been right there with you and uh, I, I also had a few little uh, thing you know as you know I, I do some professing at the college level and yeah. the final exams and all those kinds of things and so we've, we've both been uh, yeah pretty well tied up but we're back we are back and you know what I got a couple of things that feedback from people the one or two people who are our fans who listen to our podcast and remember the first one we were talking about funerals and i was saying i don't know why people do funerals just to go see what a person looks like in a casket and one of my childhood friends told me they know someone who actually does that so see that's not as far off and as on the thought yeah that is quite uh, macabre it is it is but somebody some people miss maybe caddy or some women anyhow well you (laughs) no you don't no, you don't mean that. Well, okay. I, you know what would be better than going to see what someone looks like and asking is visiting them uh, every now and then mm. while you're still alive. Mm. That is true, but I don't. It just makes too much sense to be right. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, just, you what? you came up with you found a, an article about uh, about uh, by Elizabeth Stewart mm-hmm. about about ten things that folks don't want. Yeah, can you kind of tell us about that? Okay, so. Elizabeth Stewart, she's the author of No Thank Mom, came up with something at nextavenue.org about the 10 things your kids don't want. And what's really sad is that I have so many of these things that, uh, well, let's just get to the thing. Number 10 is books. Yeah, that breaks my heart. That does. So, um, if you don't, there are a couple of things that you can do with your book. You can call a book antiquarian and have them um, look at the book, and maybe you can donate it to them, or maybe you can donate it to a shelter, because maybe they have books that they need to be read or something. I don't know what you do. Okay, number nine is paper in the mirror. Okay, snapshots, old greeting cards, postcards, none of that stuff. So they, they don't want that? They don't want that. So that means every greeting card my child has given me since they, <laughs> <laughs> they do not want them. So, hell, I just might as well throw the shit out. But 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 pictures wouldn't why wouldn't they want the picture? Well, because it just adds to bulk. So what Elizabeth okay. Smart recommends is take your family snapshots and have them made into digital files. Ah. So that's something to do too. I don't it know. Sounds like a lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work, right? I might as well just leave it for them to just throw <laughs> away themselves. Number eight is oh my heart is broke. Steamer trunk sewing machines and film projector. Do you have a film projector? In no, but I have two steamer trunks. One for oh, wow. each child so that they won't argue, they won't fight over the one streamer trunk I did have. Isn't that amazing? And kids don't want uh, You know, before we, before you finish the list, I do have a question. Okay. I, I wonder if it would be a good idea uh, while you're still around mm-hmm. to have a chat with the young ones mm-hmm. about the stuff that they might want and the stuff that they don't want. Ah. Would that be a practical thing to do, perhaps? That would be a practical thing, but you know what? If they would be like me, their feelings would be hurt. It's like, well, why don't you want this? <laughs> why are 
such and such. You know what I mean? I, th I think that's, again, it makes so much sense that it's too much like right. But I don't know. I mean, that is a sense. Talk to you. That makes sense. Talk to your children about what they want and what they don't want. You know, I mean, I, it's, you know, in terms of cash, of course, they'll, they'll take that. And so the $12 that I've got for them to divide. <laughs> I would just go ahead and give them that now. Say, here's six for you, here's six for you. But I'm afraid that, that would be tax implications. You know, if they, if they inherit it, it's tax-free. If I give it to them now, they got to pay taxes on it. They only wind up with about $4.12 a piece. Right. And then they might all spend it in one place. So then right. what? Yeah. On, on a book that if they'd have waited, they, they could have had uh, a copy of when I left all my books to them. Okay. Number seven is porcelain figurine collection. Are those frogs, chickens, bell shoe flowers, ladies in big gowns, monks, dogs, monks? pigs. Huh? I never okay. collect those precious moments, all that stuff. Yeah. I used to one. collect uh, clowns, little figurines and statues and things of clowns. Really? Uh, I did. I had I had quite a few, and I discovered that I would put them out, and people would come into my office, and they'd be frightened uh, <laughs> yes. for some reason. <laughs> so so I, I got. I, well, a lot of people do, and, and, and which I find sad in, in a way, but it's true, so I got rid of most of my clowns. I still have a couple that I just keep, you know, hidden because I don't want anybody to uh, to be frightened of, you know, a, a tiny doll. Okay, so. No, but you do have your, your porcelain figurine of James Brown. So. Uh, yeah. Well, absolutely it. He's not a clown, yeah, but that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's plastic. It's worth maybe 12 cents, but, it, but, he, but he does sing and dance, and yes, he, does he does feel good, yes. and it makes me feel good. Yes, he so what it says for the porcelain figurine collection, find a retirement home that does a gift exchange at Christmas and donate the figurine. Oh, that's a nice idea. Mm. And if you want to hold on to the memory of your mom's collection, have a professional photographer set them up, light them well, and make a framed photo for your wall. I like that idea. I yeah. like that idea. But then they won't want the photo when you die, so. I think of it as one thing versus like, one. Oh, I mean, uh -huh. you know, maybe Okay, okay. Right. number six is overplated objects. Really? Wouldn't silver be worth something? Well, if it's plated, probably not. Okay, wait a minute. It says okay. the exception is if it's from Kristoff, which I don't know what that is. Tiffany, Cartier, Asprey, or other manufacturers of new. Ah. And it says the So unless it really is a priceless item. Yes. It's a worthless thing. It's a worthless thing. It says the remedy. Just more the difference between priceless and worthless, apparently. And so. <laughs> Obviously. And that's in the eye of the beholder. So. And it says to give it away to any person or place who will take it. <laughs> okay. Number you know, six. I gotta, I gotta stop you just for a second because the question then becomes: How do you know when to get rid of this stuff? Yeah, that's true. Cause mean, it, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, you have a good point. I guess you should get rid of it while you have the energy to get rid of it. But then that makes you tired. Oh well, that's think. way too late then for that. <laughs> Well, time's up. I did, you know, I, I had, I blew my chance because all the energy's gone now. <laughs> okay, hold What's on. What's next? Wait a minute. So I went from ten, which was book, nine, which was paper, like snapshot old green card. Number eight was steamer trunk, gold machines, and fill projector. Number seven was porcelain figurine. Number six was silver plate object. Number five is dark, heavy antique furniture. Okay. Right. Okay. So they say donate it and make it a non-cash charitable contribution. But I was thinking another thing. Again, going back to shelter. I was thinking about domestic violence shelters and places like that. They probably need really good furniture. So, you know, maybe it could so. be donated to places like that. Now. You know, that's interesting. We actually, uh, we made a, a move uh, a few hundred miles uh, and uh, we just couldn't carry everything. So we actually did donate some furniture and things to a group home and they were thrilled to get it. Right. 
Okay. No, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a good idea. We should actually email Elizabeth Smart and tell her to put that in her article. But anyhow, number four is Persian rug. Now, I've never had a rug because I wouldn't know nothing about it. So, uh, it says modern tranquility aimed for the aimed in the decor of 20 or 30 somethings does not lend itself to a collection of multicolored and sometimes threadbare Persian rugs. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, um, so basically, just. I haven't been to Persia lately, so I don't have any rugs from there. <laughs> Me too, neither. I don't even know actually, how to get to Persia. Actually, I'm looking at a rug right now that I guess it's not Persian, but it, I guess it's one of those that, yeah, they don't want that. Okay. It's definitely threadbare. It might not be Persian, but it's threadbare. <laughs> okay, linen. I got to tell you, I go to estate sales, and it is amazing the amount of linen that are for sale. Yeah. Well, you know, my grandmother would say, there's lots of good use in this. <laughs> I know, right? There's plenty of wear left. So, and when you talk about linens, we're talking about wedding dresses, christening clothes, and quinceanera gowns. Um, maybe you can donate these things to costume shops or theater. You know, that's, I know that's a good idea because I have a wedding gown that I wore it once and 22 years later it's still being still in the closet. So maybe I should do that. Yeah, so, sad thing, sad thing, Doc. Yeah, is uh, we, we had uh, some stuff in a storage unit that got flooded and wound up having to throw almost all of it away. Oh. One of those things was uh, was uh, Mrs. Dry's wedding dress. Oh, no. Oh, that makes me sad. It was, uh, that was the saddest thing that I, I recall carrying to the dumpster oh. uh, because you know but and then I, I tried to rationalize it and, and I tried to make her feel better I said you know uh, I, I hated to throw your dress away but you know you, you wore it that one time you, you never wear it <laughs> That's awful. Oh, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. Yeah, sad thing. But anyway, we've, we're all cried out now. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. What, what else you got? What's next? Number, we have number two and number one. Number two is sterling silver flatware and crystal wine services. So that's like all that Waterford crystal and I don't know. I can't even think of sterling silver flatware because I never had any. But well, it's what? Crystal, crystal wine is bad for you because the crystals <laughs> scratch your throat when you drink it. So I it's suppose, a bad thing. But it says go to sites like replacement.com and maybe you can sell it to them because some people do like silver flatware and all that kind of thing. Okay. And number one, can you guess what the number one thing that your really, children really don't want? I probably could because I've got the list in front of me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be cheating. So I'll let you tell us. Drum roll, please. Da -da -da -da. The number one thing your kids want, not want is fine porcelain dinnerware. So, you know, really? yeah, I was, we were kind of poor. So I didn't really get like the 12 piece china set. You know, I just got like the crate and barrel stuff. But anyhow. So you mean my uh, my jelly glasses and my cool whip bowls they don't want after I'm gone. Uh, no. <laughs> no, especially since they're all stained from the pasta. That, yeah, so no, so, uh, kids these days do not want your um, Mikasa or whatever Wedgwood porcelain dinnerware set. They don't want it. So like the silverware, China is something to consider to sell to replacement.com or someplace like that. Mm. So, so there you have it. Is there anything else you think that maybe your kids wouldn't want and maybe they should want or you know well i think if, if i just look around at all my stuff and uh i would think that probably most of it is not stuff they want but again i think it would be good for us to have that conversation hey is there something that because it might i might be surprised that uh maybe one or both of the youngsters might say to me you know that's not worth anything but i've got a memory connected to that and i want that yes you know so uh, it would be good to say why don't you kids come in and and put numbers on stuff Right. Put your 
your initials on it, you know, and we'll, you can have that. You know, I, th- I think that's a great idea. You know, so anyhow, forget about the top 10 objects your kids don't want. Why don't you start a conversation with your children and they can talk about it right then and there. I like that idea. I think that's a great idea. We're about out of time. Dr. Death, do you want to tell us what we might talk about on our next podcast? Oh, gosh. Let's see. We have a couple of things. We could talk about why you need to plan your funeral. I have like top five reasons. Good. And also, and before that, I guess, let's talk about advanced directives, what they are and why you should have them. All right. Marvelous idea. Well, listen, with the time is coming on again. Thank you so much, Dr. Death. I'm the humorist. You're Lisa Oliver. I am. This is Dr. <laughs> Death of the Humorist. Okay. Bye-bye, y'all.